Hi, my name's Aaron Espindola. And I'm Linda Ojai. And welcome to another episode of the Next Gen Business Podcast. Let's go. The Next Gen Business Podcast is produced by the Small Business Community Network. Visit them online at www.sbcncanada.org. So, Erin, you've got us another wonderful guest tonight. I'm really slacking here, aren't I? I haven't got any new guests for a while. How are you doing it? Honestly, I think uh, people are actually watching the videos and kind of just reaching out to us on our Instagram, as well as we actually do have um, referral from Brendan's Burn Bags. He actually reached out to me being like, hey, I have a buddy. His name is Matthew, um, and he's interested in being um, on the show. So thank you so much, Matthew, for being here. Um, and just a little bit background information for all the viewers, and then you can also clarify it or go more in depth. Uh, Matthew, his last name is Ortlieb. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he's a Conestoga College graduate uh, where he took marketing. He did the co-op. And right now he is a photographer as well as the owner of Ordly Media and offers like social media management and works at Volco Financial full-time in the marketing department. So that's a lot of stuff you're doing there. <laughs> Matthew, thank you for coming along. I know you're a busy man. How did you manage to fit all that in? It's definitely a... Uh, not challenging, but I usually like to have what photos, my photo sessions, evening time, weekend. So I try to cram all my side side jobs like on the weekend. Then I focus on uh, Belka Financial like nine to five. So it, it's not too bad. I I managed it pretty well. So. Oh, well, you're not really happy, so you must be enjoying your your job. So I'm very interested in. Um, did you say media? Yes, yeah. So how did you get started in that? Um, honestly, I've always had like an interest in kind of digital marketing side of things. So throughout school in Conestoga, I knew I wanted to do something for myself. And um, so I kind of started with photography when I picked up my first camera in 2019. Um, then from there, kind of transitioned to wanting to offer more services so that kind of when i brought in social media um running ads for a few clients then that's kind of just transitioned me to landing the my full-time job now and hopefully i just i'm able to grow both uh, both jobs and side jobs yeah and um i also find it interesting that we went to the same school i don't really recognize you so did you go to the dune campus i yeah i was at dune campus Okay, because I feel like maybe there's like a year that we might have been in the same school. Maybe. But yeah, <laughs> how did you like the co-ops for students that are considering going into marketing or just in their program, deciding if they're going to go with their co-op option I, or just a regular option? How did you? I like- loved it. Um, it also looks amazing on resumes too. So I always try to when people come up to me and ask me if they prefer, like if they should do co-op, I always say yes. It always looks good on resumes and like when you're applying for jobs. And the hands-on part of it, too. That, mm-hmm. That's always a plus. So, so where did you do your co-op? I did my co-op at uh, Riverside Millwork, just kind of in Waterloo, across from Conestoga Mall. Um, due to COVID, though, it was cut short. Um, but I still got about four, close to four months in, so 
they still uh, I still had my resume, so I'm glad I got uh, some of it in. That's uh, that's awesome. But yeah, I definitely feel like I'm missing out here with I didn't do co-op, so I kind of wishing I went back in time and chose co-op. So any of our viewers that are listening, just if you do have the option to take co-op, definitely take it. It sounds like for Matthew, it actually really worked out well for him. Um, and then I guess going into your did you do so you did your um, photography was that before you did you started your marketing i'm self-taught photographer so okay. in 2019 i kind of launched what started as a hobby first quickly transitioned to um like a side job side business that i've been trying to grow since then um then like i said um i wanted to offer more and have clients that i could do like on a regular basis um so that's when i kind of started working with like social media and offering my services towards small business owners too. Um, so starting off with the camera, did you just start off with just a camera or did you buy like a big setup? Cause I know I have one friend that actually was interested in photography and he spent a bunch of money. Is that what you did or do you kind of like grow uh, with my, like my, clientele? My mom always had a small Canon T series camera. So I initially played around with that for a little bit until I kind of, wanted to um, buy my own gear. So from there, I bought my first ADD camera with just a kit lens, just the basics. Then from there, I kept adding on to my collection. So um, I don't know if you can see behind me, that's like all my cameras and lenses. So over the last two or three years, I've been just adding, adding lots of uh, stuff to it. So you're investing in your business. You're serious about it. So I'm very interested in networking. Um, how did you find your first clients? Ah, oh, jeez. Um, they actually reached out to me through LinkedIn. Um, I think it was like just before before I graduated. So um, I knew him from years ago because he was an old coach of uh, my sister's actually. And so that's how we kind of know each of each other. Um, from there, um, one, once I started offering more social media management, that kind of stuff, that's when he kind of reached out to me asking for help. Um, so that's the first one. Then the others have just been honestly word of mouth. Um, yeah, it's been good so far, though. So LinkedIn is useful then because uh, I'm a little bit older than you guys, and I've been told that LinkedIn is is not for young people. Are you active on LinkedIn? I try to be as much as I can. I like to focus more on Instagram, Facebook more. Um, but it's also, LinkedIn is also so good because it's more of a B2B platform. So that's where you can kind of reach out to more business owners and people in specific industries, I'd say. You've just said all the right things for me. I love you to bits now. So anybody listening, uh, this this young man <laughs> likes LinkedIn. What about that? What about that, Aaron? <laughs> yeah, I think it's I think it's really interesting that you were able to use your LinkedIn profile to kind of get tell people your followers that um, that you're doing the the media stuff. Um, mm -hmm. Did you ever like do any ads or anything related to that for your business? Um, I've done a few ads for a few clients. Um, I've been, I've tried using a few ads for for my personal Oatly media and Oatly images, but uh, um, I don't use them too often. I, I kind of want to, though, start looking into that more, um, especially during for like photography, like winter sessions coming up, um, like Halloween 
um, pumpkin patch sessions, mini sessions like that. So when it comes to stuff like that, that'd be uh, very useful and helpful to get um, sessions and clients. Wow, this sounds fantastic. I'm very, very interested in your social media management for clients. So uh, what do you exactly do for the clients? Um, so it really comes down to um, just managing their account. So posting content, creating content for them. Um, then I incorporate like photography in the packages as well. Um, so I kind of set them up on like a scheduling platform called Later. Um, from there, I just keep engaging um use the algorithm to help them grow stuff like that um, across instagram linkedin facebook uh tiktok as well so i'm trying to trying to get across all platforms at this point that, that's awesome that's awesome um do you use a lot of hashtags on your on your images just because okay. I'm, I'm wondering because uh i'm also trying to do like some marketing type of things for our mm-hmm. podcast and i always find that the the hashtags when i use hashtag podcast and all that yeah i always get people being like promoted on this thing and it's oh, like yeah. some scammy yeah. like yeah. i always you get I always that those too. <laughs> yeah i uh, i always use 30 hashtags i know there's a huge debate across of um putting them either in the comment section or in the bio i mean in the caption um but it, it got released like i'd say a month ago that you should put them in the caption instead so I've always, I've always been putting them in the comments, but uh, now I had to switch that. So, but I like to use as much hashtags as I can. And do you have like a uh, website where your clients can kind of find, like, find out? Yeah, so I kind of Ortley Media is kind of like the hub of everything. That's mm-hmm. where I kind of have my social media management services. Then photography is under there as well. Um, then on Instagram, Ortley Media is the uh, social media management platform. Then for photography, I have Ortley Images, but it's all under the website, ortleymedia.com. So what advice um, would you give to students or people who've actually left college or university uh, if they want to start their own business? Honestly, just do it. Jump in. It's uh, like if you have an interest in it and you have a passion for it, why not? Are you worried about like your future? Um in case, say, social media goes away and you haven't got any work? I mean, have you got, like, a safety net? <laughs> um, yeah, I always worry about the future and what's going to happen, but uh, um, trying to live in the present now, that makes, so just focusing on day-to-day, doing what I can, um, getting these side jobs as much as I can, photos, my full-time job, which is, like, a cushion for me. Exactly. Yeah, I think it's also really interesting that um, that Matthew brought up the the fact that he started off as a hobby, just so that he can like find out if he actually likes that. Because I know there's a lot of people out there that are gonna try to spend as much money in the very beginning and see if they like it, but then at the end of it, you might not even like what you're gonna do. Mm-hmm. So then you already have all that money invested. So yeah, actually, it, it initially started uh, with like my friends, just me taking photos of them, whether it's in the gym. I'd, like parties we went to um i was always the guy that had the phone out and taking photos so um then my one buddy actually kind of convinced me to make my my photography page officially so that's how it kind of went um now now i have people coming up to me like asking how they should start so there's like a satisfaction there like i'm glad i want what i'm doing where i've come from when i first started so 
it's nice to look back. Yeah, I think it's it, passion plays a very, very big role into what you do and making sure that you if you're passionate about what you do, you, they say you never work a day in your life, right? Yeah. You're, yeah, it's not a job if you love it, right? Well, I say that, but I've been in business 20 years now and I've worked very hard. Um, I used to come to Conestoga, well, quite a lot in my early days of being a motivational speaker. And one of the things the students would ask me is, you know, do you get paid a lot of money? And um, I actually said to them, it's not the money, it's loving what you do and wanting to help people. And you're obviously passionate about what you do and you love your work. So it's not really about the money. It's nice to have though, isn't it? Honestly, when I first started, it was definitely about the money, trying to make as much money as I can. But now it's turned into, I love the process of it and building it up um, and just seeing how far I can take it now. Wow. You found us an awesome guest, Aaron. Do you ever do um, presentations anywhere and talk about this? I mean, yes, you're doing the podcast tonight, but I mean, have you ever, you know, done a presentation to say networking organization or anything like that? I've definitely thought about it, but uh, those uh, presentations and like standing up in front of a lot of people kind of freaked me out. So part of that, just getting over that and doing it. Well, today it's mostly done via Zoom or Skype. So it takes away the fear factor, doesn't it? I think that's a really great way to, to push your business. Actually, we've got an opening for someone like you to speak at the Small Business Community Network. Oh, really? Oh, yes. Erin <laughs> is a member and we have openings in October and November. So can we connect on LinkedIn and I'll tell you about it? Yes, please. I'd love that. Aaron will tell you it's a fun it's a fun experience, isn't it, Aaron? It's not boring. Oh yeah, when you when you do the presentation, everyone's just like staring at you. There's like a hundred people. It's really high stress. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> if you're shy, don't do it. I'm just kidding. Um, there's normally about twenty of us. It's not a big number because not everybody likes you know the virtual meetings, and so a lot of our members just prefer. To, you know to work one-on-one -on -one with me but you were there at the last one Aaron you mean and you loved it it was a special one wasn't it where you went off and you had to come up with a business business idea or something and you loved it take the notice of him he's mean he really is <laughs> yeah I think it's all very important to for our viewers or anyone that's listening just to like always kind of try to go to networking events even if it's not even if you are shy in the beginning or whatever just Try to do it. It's yeah. It just takes like not that long. It doesn't take that much time to do. And networking has always been a challenge for me too. So I remember um, my my one friend. Um, we he needed he was doing door to door sales for his painting company, um, and so I decided just to help him the one day go to door to door and never done it before. And I go up to the first door. I'm like, and I, I knock, mess up every word, just stumble, I'm like please take this away. I can't do this. And, uh, it was such a mess up. Then the guy turned back to me after and was like, I'm in sales too. Everyone goes through this. So that was definitely made me feel a lot better about that. Oh, that's so cool. So you're actually networking, um, you know, by being on Instagram, by being on LinkedIn, by doing this, you don't have to go, you know, and do anything that's really scary. You've got to do something, you know, that pleases you. I'm still nervous when I network, you know, so basically, I think everybody deep down, what it's done for me, and I think it's done for you, it's helped build your brand because word of mouth. 
yeah word of mouth and just building the engagement and awareness off of social media has definitely been a huge help um and just getting my work out there as well seeing what i like all the photos i can do uh, my creative creative aspect i think kind of helps too um what i've been trying to do is like getting out of my comfort zone um so kind of cold calling for like small business owners that's always been always want to do that but it, that's like just peek over my comfort zone so think about this so even though we love you because we've met you you are adorable but so is Aaron um today there's so many people in in business small business and then who do we choose who do we trust will you do a good job so this is why building the relationships like you're doing tonight and on instagram really does help and then you've already sorted it out you've already got people knocking on your door saying you've been referred so really if you if you're doing your shopping in a grocery store and i came up to you and say hey you know will you buy my book will you buy my widget I'm this crazy woman who you don't know. And that's what cold calling is. Aaron thinks I'm crazy. So Aaron got this gig because he came to the SBCM meeting, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, I had to do a class project and I decided to do this networking event that Linda was part of. And then I always wanted to be like a volunteer, like kind of get my foot in the door with like small yeah. businesses, right? So I just sent her an email after that. And I was like, hey, I'm interested in like being a volunteer, like helping out. I want to learn more about small businesses because that's what I kind of want to do at the end of it. Um, and yeah, just taking that initial step, it was a little, I was a little shy the, at first to do it, but uh, Linda was really nice and stuff. So, yes. And then I said, hmm, I want to start a podcast to get kind of this generation of, you know, entrepreneurs. I know when I saw this on Brandon Romney's account and I watched it, I'm like, this is a great idea and great podcast and that's why I kind of reached out to him too <laughs> yes he was another good guest well we can't thank you enough you've been absolutely lovely and um do you want to you know say anything to leave with our viewers before I I'll say goodbye to you first and then Aaron will say goodbye to you so if you want to say anything else you know now's your chance <laughs> uh, thank you for having me on uh, this is a good time I love talking to you guys and hope for this relationship uh goes farther too so look forward to it you're my favorite so far <laughs> so thank you for me thank you thank you matthew for being uh, on our show and then for any of our viewers or listeners on youtube make sure to hit that subscribe button share it and um, send it to any of your friends that you think might be interested in being a guest um but if you or your friends want to be a guest just send us a dm on our instagram page because i can answer that and we can set you up to get scheduled in uh, but thank you again for listening to our podcast and have a good day. Thanks for listening. Check us out at www.nextgenbusinesspodcast.com.